Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of My Bible Thoughts. I'm Pastor Rich, and today we're diving into a passage that's like a hidden gem waiting to be discovered. So let me ask you this. Have you ever experienced a love so deep, so profound, that it defied all expectations and norms? Well, get ready, because we're about to explore a love story that surpasses even the grandest of tales. You know, that kind of beauty that takes your gaze and holds it, making time seem to stand still. It's like you're frozen in awe, your heart whispering how beautiful you are. Well, imagine this in your own life as we journey through the words of King Solomon, praising the unrivaled beauty of the bride. It says in chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, How beautiful you are, my darling, how beautiful you are. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil, and your hair is like a flock of goats. They have descended from Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of newly shorn sheep, which have been caught up from their watering place, all of which bear twins, and not one among them has lost their young. In this exquisite passage, Solomon uses the words that might sound unusual to our modern ears, Comparing his bride's eyes to doves behind her veil, her hair to a flock of goats descending from Mount Gilead. Now, to a culture that cherished and celebrated such images, these were high praises. The fertile pastures of the north produced unrivaled hair in their goat flocks. Can you picture it? The bride's eyes shining out through her hair, her beauty taking center stage. But it doesn't stop there. Solomon continues to paint a vivid picture of his beloved's perfection, her teeth white and even like a flock of newly shorn sheep, none missing, each perfectly positioned like pieces of a divine puzzle. And as he describes her lips, cheeks, neck, and breasts, the bride becomes an embodiment of youth, striking and altogether pleasurable. Now, if you're thinking this imagery seems familiar, you're spot on. It resonates deeply with the relationship between Christ and his church. The Apostle Paul, in his wisdom, echoes this sentiment when he urges husbands to love their wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. It says in Ephesians 5, 25-27, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present himself, the church, in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Can you see it? Just as Solomon presented his bride to himself, Christ longs to present his church to himself, radiant and pure, cleansed by the washing of the water with the word. There's a strong connection between these words and the passage we've explored today. And here's where history weaves its own story into this narrative. Think about it. Real people, real struggles, and real faith. Let me share a story from Christian history that aligns with the message we've uncovered today. Picture a young woman, Perpetua, who lived during the Roman Empire years. 
Perpetua was a courageous believer who stood firm in her faith even when faced with unimaginable challenges. Sometime after 201 AD, the Roman emperor forbade conversion to Christianity or Judaism, and in 203, the governor of Carthage enforced this edict. Perpetua and her four companions were arrested. In a clear violation of the emperor's edict, all five were preparing for baptism. Another Christian had voluntarily joined the small group. The six were tried, refused to renounce their faith, and were condemned to death in the arena. Perpetua was arrested for her Christian faith, and despite the hardship she endured, her words continue to inspire us today. She once said, Stand fast in the faith, and love you all one another, and be not offended by my sufferings. Perpetua's unwavering devotion and willingness to endure suffering in the face of adversity reflects the same spirit of Solomon's bride and bodies, a beauty that shines through trials and tribulations. Just as Christ loved his church, Perpetua's love for her faith and fellow believers shone brightly, leaving an indelible mark on history. Now, as we tie all this together, let's not forget the practical application that enriches our lives. So think about how this applies to you. Here are four actionable steps that you can take today. Number one, cherish the beauty. Reflect on the beauty of Christ's love for his church and how that applies to your relationships with others. Number two, stand firm. Like Perpetua, stand firm in your faith, even in the face of challenges, trusting in Christ's unwavering love. Number three, embrace imperfections. Remember that Christ's love makes us whole and beautiful, flaws and all. And finally, radiate love. Let Christ's love within you radiate to those around you, just as Perpetua's love inspired others. Now, before we wrap up, let's take a moment to share our hearts in prayer. Join me as we come together in this moment for connection and reflection. Heavenly Father, we're grateful for the incredible love that you shower upon us, making us beautiful in your sight. Just as Solomon praised his bride's beauty, we are reminded of your love that makes us radiate and whole. Father, help us to stand firm in our faith, drawing inspiration from those who have gone before us. Like Perpetua, may we reflect your love in all we do. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you, dear listeners, for joining me on this journey through Scripture and history. Remember, my friends, you are truly beautiful in his eyes, just as Solomon saw the unrivaled beauty of his bride. If this message resonates with you, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with others who might find encouragement in these words. Now, until next time, may you find joy in the beauty of Christ's love, and may that beauty shine brightly through you. Take care, and God bless. Mm